Well, hello, dear listeners. Please join us once again as we take a journey to the land of far and near. Sit back, grab your favorite beverage, and sit down for a while while we catch up with each other. And uh, I am. it is my privilege to introduce you to the Princess of Tall Faucets, Micah. Hello. Hi there. Princess. Hi there. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? I am fantastic. Would you be so kind as to pull up a chair? Let us know what's been going on with you. Sure thing. Um, let's see. Quite a few things have happened in the last couple of weeks. Um, my biggest news is I got a new kitty. And she's staring at me right now. <laughs> she's like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, her name is Layla. And she is just a cutie pie. I'll uh, have to post a picture of her on my Facebook page. Absolutely. So our viewers can uh, go and check it out and see her cuteness in person. Yes. <laughs> You'll be our show mascot. Yes, absolutely. She's looking at me like, I don't think I'm okay with that. <laughs> well, you might also be thinking, I think I need a tiara too. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> she is Princess Layla. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I... Uh, Let's see, what has been going on with me? I've been, it's pretty much the usual stuff. Um, I know uh, a couple of weeks ago on our last show, I talked about meeting a, a gentleman suitor. Mm -hmm. um, and I am, unfortunately, things did not work out with that. Oh. Um, so I uh, recently ended things. Well, you know, the weather changes quickly here in Oslo. Yes, absolutely. So, um, which I think is for the best. Um, let's see. It's been, it's been a pretty hot week here. We're actually having a cool day today. So I am loving that. Yes. I'm sitting here with my window open and I'm loving it. Yeah, me too. It's a nice breeze. It was like about 90 something the other day and I didn't have an air conditioner put in yet. Um, cause this is actually, this apartment is the first time that I've ever lived without central air, uh -huh. which I know is, is probably, um, you know, crazy to say, but uh, when I was living at home with my parents, they had central air, and then my last two apartments had central air as well, so I was totally unprepared for the heat wave that we had, and um, luckily, my mother did give me um, an air conditioner that was passed down from my grandmother, uh -huh. um, so it's old, but it works. Um, so that really helped to kind of cool things down. And, um, so yeah, so now I can And, uh, you cut out again. Snacking around. I can't hear you. I know it's frustrating what we just got to get through it. So if you have to take it in and out, <laughs> I'll cut that out. That's what she said. Uh-huh. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me now? Yes. <laughs> you are bad. <laughs> so you, you you had a week where you had to learn to be humble and uh sweat it out with the peasants yes yes i did it's not a lifestyle i am accustomed to <laughs> all that taffeta <laughs> it just weighs you down absolutely 
Oh my goodness. So how was your week? Well, you still have a few more moments there, oh, Miss. Do I? Okay. Yes. You forgot the oh, time, didn't you? Um, I did. I did. Um, so you got your pudding tat, and uh, have you been uh, getting out with friends? Yes. Um, I've been going out. I went out last night for dinner with a friend and her son. Um, and then we got some ice cream and... Um, it was, it was funny cause I said to her, I kind of whispered to her, I think there's a frozen yogurt place nearby. Do you think he wants to get some? And she was like, of course. So we just walked over there. It was pretty much right next door. And, um, he got immediately, they have like those, uh, waffle cones. Um, I know yeah. you, I'm sure you've been to like frozen yogurt places where they have all the flavors and then you either yeah. grab a cup or a cone and you it's a self-serve kind of thing so he's uh what is he seven um so that was pretty interesting because um he loaded up the cone with uh he he got oreo ice cream with um fruit loops and m&ms and i think he had some swedish fish on there um and it was funny because i was like there's no way this kid is gonna eat that (laughs) oh he ate it he ate it all. <laughs> <laughs> it almost sounds like the cereal bar at Google's cafe. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I got, um, I just got some normal plain old vanilla. And uh, I think I put peanut butter on there because I, I love chocolate and peanut butter. So, hmm. so you kept like it simple, but you kept it classy. Yes, exactly. Story of my life. You know, <laughs> what, what was for dinner? Oh, um, dinner. We had Italian food. Uh-huh. Um, I got some, it was like gargonzola pasta. Mm. Um, definitely not healthy, but delicious. Right. Well, you know, every once in a while you have to sneak into the kitchen at the palace. Yes, absolutely. So <laughs> it was, I was just, cra- I've been craving Italian all week. So we finally went and um she's um she works out so she can she's like one of those people she can eat what she wants really and you know she stays fit and um so she loves food and so she's my foodie friend and we go and you know um i think next week is uh taste of oslo Uh and uh so i think we're gonna go do that i think it's you can go and you can sample from different um, restaurants right. for like a dollar. You can get like a little sample. So I think that's what we're going to do. end up doing next weekend. Oh. So, our faces. Nice. Now, uh, so of course, those of us with a food addiction that really know the inside lingo is your foodie friend is your dealer. Yeah. but you know i watch her and i see her like eat all this stuff and i'm just like oh she stays skinny but she works for it you know oh yeah i'm sure she spends her fair amount of time in the gym during the week oh yes yes she does i i can only hope that she's got a better half watching the little one or a good babysitter both oh lucky her Yeah, it depends on it depends on the time so um but yeah yeah Okay. So how long have you had Miss Layla? Um, it has been almost two weeks now, I wanna say. Yeah. Because I got her after our after our last show. And how did she come into your life? Um, so one of my friends, this is kind of a complicated um 
situation, but her ex-husband's grandmother was actually, she was dying and she needed a home for the cat, mm-hmm. for her cat. So um, my friend texted me and it was one of those things where I had been thinking about getting a cat because I, I used to have a cat. Um, hold on one second. I got a cough. Okay. Can you hear me? Yep. Okay. Um, so uh, I, it was one of those things where I was thinking about having getting a cat and I looked at like um, PetSmart and like some other places, but I said, you know, and that, uh, all the things that come along with, with those type of, um, you know, facilities, getting pets from there, you know, it's kind of frowned upon. Um and I was like, you know what, if it's meant to be, it'll happen because our last cat we found and, you know, kind of rescued him and um, he was meant to be with us. So I'm I'm one of those people that believes in like signs and vibes and things like that. So I just figured when it's meant to be, it'll be. And um, she texted me and asked me and uh, it was just right and it sounded right. So I said, sure. Oh, so it sounds like you, you might uh be one of those situations where you've rescued each other and you can, yeah okay you're back let's say it sounds like uh in the in the uh time to come we'll find out who rescued who and you're cutting out again sorry i'll keep talking into How about now yep that's better okay so, um so in the in the uh in the time to come we'll find out who rescued who absolutely um so she um, you know, has been with me a little less than two weeks and like a couple weeks, maybe before that I had gotten a fish, mm-hmm. a beta fish and it was just a baby beta. And, um, you know, I didn't think much of it when I said yes to getting her. Uh, and the, the first few days she was here, I don't know if she didn't notice the fish or what, but she found the fish. She noticed him for sure. So he now has a new home. Uh-huh. Uh, his home had to be relocated, <laughs> shall we say? <laughs> um, Did he move up to the uh, higher floors of the condo? Well, he moved um, to a a little cubby hole. <laughs> where, oh, sorry, the wind. I'm by the window. They ran nice. off with your Porsche princess. I know. My goodness, come back here. We're going to have to call the authorities on them. <laughs> yes. So he got moved to a place where she can see him, but she can't get to him. The fish has joined the witness protection program. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so she likes to watch him. That's one of her favorite activities is just staring at the fishy. She, she leaves him alone for the most part. Yeah. Kitty stalker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. So does the fishy, a fishy have a name yet? The fishy does not have a name yet, which is kind of crazy because I usually name everything. There, you've got the taste of Oslo coming up, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. hanging out with your your uh, your food dealer friend, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and you got a new little uh, new little one in your life. So you're busy for the time being. Mm-hmm. So is she is she fitting right in? Is she leaving your things alone, or do you come home to find your your uh, your favorite cl- shirt? dragged across the room she's actually been really good knock on wood um i'm kind of surprised she hasn't really messed with anything she's just a very chill kind of cat like she doesn't um get really rambunctious or get into things she's not supposed to get into um you know she sniffs she's curious but 
she's she's pretty good for the most part. How old is she? Is she uh, middle-aged or is she a kitten? Or? She's a year, uh, I believe, uh, about a year old. Okay, so I think in terms of the uh, the cat world, she might be a toddler. Right, right. Okay. Yep. Alrighty. She's pretty well-behaved. Excellent. I have had an interesting past week. Of course, we both enjoyed a long holiday weekend, and I was lucky enough that Hubby Billy had... Uh, both of the days off with me so that was a nice change of pace we usually only get to do that about once a month but uh, if you listen to my solo show you'll know that i made a special effort recently to ask our listeners to reach out to us to let us know uh, how they're enjoying the show because uh, we are in our third season and we are in the age of instant gratification where you can go to Netflix, Amazon, whatever, and just pull out what you want to watch. But then again, you know, uh, you're done and over with. Whereas this is a uh, performance art. So we uh, thoroughly appreciate when you can pat us on the shoulder and say, Hey, I like what you're doing, but not too many people are doing that. Um, so I, I let our listeners know that if you could uh, leave us a review on iTunes, that would be thoroughly appreciated. I crank out two shows a week on my solo show, and I will shortly be coming up on my 100th episode. And uh, I have made the decision that unless I start receiving some feedback, it really is a man singing in an empty room. So I'm going to cut back on that because it takes up a fair amount of my time doing the show, you know, a couple of times a month as well as my solo show. So that will probably be uh, winding down to one a week, if not fewer. We'll have to see where that goes. But I had an interesting past week because uh, I ended last week thinking that I had to be up early to go to a a dentist appointment. Well, I got to the appointment and the receptionist gave me an odd look. And I thought to myself, oh no, please don't tell me my hygienist had a personal emergency and my appointment was canceled because I made a special arrangement for me to go before heading to work. And she said to me, your appointment's next Friday. <laughs> Are you still there, princess? I can't hear you anymore. Are you muted? Princess. Hello, can you hear me? Yep, you're back. So, so no, I wasn't muted. Okay. Uh, so I last Friday, I left early to go to a dental appointment, which apparently wasn't until the following Friday. <laughs> oh man so i i still had the hour cleared with work so i decided to take my time and i did what any good coffee addict would and uh i i stopped by the the nice grocery across the way and picked up a reasonably priced coffee that was pretty delectable it was a bananas foster coffee Mm, that sounds yummy 
Yes, and you know, our favorite local grocery store here in Oslo has a, a fairly sized bakery section. Uh-huh. And, uh, I was just very tempted as I walked through the aisles that early, because I'm never in the store that early, and I told myself, well, I'll just pick one donut. And I saw the variety, and I thought, which one, which one? And the decision was made for me because I found something better than a donut. Uh-oh. Had coffee cake. Mm. That was my little treat to myself this past week. I got a slice of coffee cake. And then when I did get to my dentist the following week, when I actually had the appointment, I went into the appointment thinking to myself, I've had a crappy week. You know, um, people aren't loving us. They aren't showering us with their affections. You know, the, the typical podcaster woes when nobody's paying attention. Woe is me. And then for whatever reason, I get into my dentist office and the light bulb turns on. I remember that I was disappointed earlier in the year when my last appointment was because my favorite hygienist wasn't there. And she had told me, but she was going on a Caribbean cruise. Now, this changed my mood because we get along. And when I got to the appointment, I remembered she went on a cruise not long ago. So rather than let the moment be about me, even though I was asked, how are you? That's not an invitation to dump. You know, it, it, it takes more effort to be positive and to spread light and love than it does to spread gloom and doom. It's like we're going through life with a dirty broom or dust mop. You know, it, it's just too easy to do that. And that's why there's so much negativity in the world. So when somebody asks you, how are you? Don't take that as an open invitation to say, hey, barkeep, I'll have a double. I had a really crappy week. No, maybe for a moment, think about the other person because maybe they've had a crappy week and you turning it around might actually help them. So I asked her after I had you know, briefly said how I was, I wanted to hear about her trip. And she told me, and I think that that helped distract me. It helped me put, helped to put me in a better mood. So, uh, although I had a dentist appointment, which some might not look forward to, I was able to turn that uh, sow's ear into a silk purse because I like my hygienist, and she's fun to talk with, and it just made the hour go by real quick. So nice. Yeah, so that was my week. Good. And, um, you know, uh, all other sorts of issues aside, we'll get into those again, I'm sure, soon. So um, we are in the thick of warmer weather, and we have a couple of holidays that will be coming up shortly, and we'll observe those once they get here. But I thought that it would be a nice way to introduce the coming summer season if we would talk about things that put us in that 
frame of mind for this time of year. So if you crank back the Wayback Machine and think of when you were just entering into your young adultness and about to step off the threshold, you enter into that time of life called high school. So today we are going to talk about all of the things that we experienced as we were getting ready to leave home. So the first round of topics is going to be about pomp and circumstance and etiquette and all the, uh, the things that we're supposed to learn as a young adult. So I must beg the question, uh, princess, let us know. And when you were in your last years of school, uh, did you go to prom? What was your theme and what was that night like? Oh, well, um, I did go to my junior prom. Um, Let's see. That was in the early 2000s. So was that like 2000 maybe? Um, Gosh, I actually went with my best friend at the time um, because I wasn't really into the whole dating thing yet. Mm -hmm. And um, so I remember um, a bunch of us, me and my friends and I, uh, we rented a limo and we met at my friend's house and took the pictures and, you know, got all dressed up and everything. Um, and we, we went to the dance. I don't think we, we didn't have a theme, at least not one that I recall. Um, you you remember your colors? Like what were you wearing that night? Yes. Um, I had a dress. It was actually, um, kind of a running pattern in my life, but, uh, it was zebra print. Oh, and it was actually a shorter dress. It wasn't like your typical uh, prom dress. I, I actually a friend of mine, because um, you know, as we know, Facebook, you know, you catch up with people from high school mm-hmm. they haven't talked to in years. She posted a picture um, not too long ago from all of us in the limo, and I had it was like a shorter dress, and uh, it was it was black and white, and it had uh, like spaghetti straps I think mm-hmm. um, it was just like kind of flowy um, yeah it wasn't like in my in that time period um, I'm a bigger girl and it was difficult for me to find your stereotypical gown huh? um, for prom and now I, I see them all the time you know for plus size gals like me but at the time there really wasn't a lot to choose from um, so, you know, I, we went uh, to, I think it was like Lane Bryant. I went to with my mom cause I couldn't find anything. Um, if they did have something in my size, I didn't really care for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I found this dress and I was like, that's a nice dress. It works for prom and it was different. And I mean, now I see girls wear dresses like that, you know, to prom, right. um, but it was a little, it was a little different, I guess. And uh, I liked it. So I guess that's all that really matters. And I believe I got my hair done. Um, so yeah, we had a really good time and we went to the dance. We danced. Um, I remember uh, that there's a Casey and Jojo song. Um, I think it's like all my life was like our, our prime song. I remember that. 
Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, what else do I remember? After that, I know, I think I had gotten, I'd actually gotten my driver's license like the day before. Um, I, even though I didn't drive to prom, like I said, we got a limo, but I, we spent the night at uh, my girlfriend's house and it was pretty much everybody um, that had gone to prom except for one person. So there were, what about one, two, probably eight or nine of us teenagers in her basement. And we had some wine coolers. Um, I think they were maybe, I can't remember the brand, but it was like the tropically um, wine coolers. I know somebody puked wasn't me <laughs> after they had one wine cooler. Um, there was some hanky panky going on in the bed. Uh, once again, I was not part of that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't really, uh, we just hung out and like probably played games and stuff and talked and, uh, we were up pretty late. And did, did, and were you friends with, or did you like the people that they elected to be king and queen? Um, probably not, but I can't remember even who the king and queen was, <laughs> so like, they're not to be perfectly that, honest. So they're not someone that you've kept in touch with? No, no, I, I haven't kept in touch. The funny thing is, now that I'm not in school, like, occasionally I'll run into people, and I don't remember them at all, and they remember me somehow, uh-huh. and um, it's like one of those things, like, you know who I am, you know, because when I was in high school, I didn't think... Anybody, high school was a rough time for me. Um, And uh, so I just, I really didn't think that anybody knew who I was. And then it it was weird, like I said, like now that I'm older, like running into people and they're like, oh, hey, we went to school together. You know, somebody will be like, oh, do you remember so-and-so? And And I'm like, nope, I sure (laughs) don't. (laughs) I can barely remember what happened a week ago. Why I was just glad to get out of there alive. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I have to ask, uh, from what you've shared of your growing up, since your mom uh was from overseas, do does she have a different taste in fashion? Was that part of the the challenge of getting ready for prom? Did she like the same kind of clothes that you did? My mom? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um She's not from overseas. Oh, I thought you... Well, okay. I, I misunderstood that. I know that you said that she's got... She has Polish heritage. Oh, yes. But mm-hmm. she, she was born here. Yes. Okay. Yes. So where, yeah. was it like your grandparents maybe that were overseas? It was my great-grandparents, actually. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. But yeah. even then, you, you've but, got cultural influence, so... Right, right. But even so, um, yeah. I mean, my mom and I... My mom... Really, I mean, we like a lot of the same stuff. I don't know if that's just because of, you know, the way that I was brought up. So I like what she likes sort of thing. Um, I mean, for the most part, um, there are certain things that, you know, she wears that I wouldn't be caught dead in, vice versa. But, um, you know, I mean, she she was never one of those parents that was like, oh, you can't wear that. Uh-huh. You know, or tried to, tried to, you know shun me or or close off to whatever, you know, my style was at Mm -hmm. the time of anything. 
Um, I know I went through certain phases that were maybe a little bit more frumpy or like not as feminine. And those were the things that she really didn't like uh, too much. Well, I, I guess it goes without saying that the... If you like this show, head on over to the Vogue Network, the voice of geeks, where you'll find podcasts for your World of Warcraft fix, like the fabulous Girls Gone Wow, and a show about games old and new with Electric Sisterhood over at vognetwork.com. Despite the the majesty of your title, mm-hmm. the princess still went to public school. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> mm. Okay. Well, um, I, of course, was a, a stocky, shall I say, young lad. And uh, I was a nerd and I was a band geek. I was in choir and band. And I also uh, had it in my head that I was going to write for a newspaper. So I took charge of what was then the student newspaper, although it was more of a newsletter because we didn't have uh, a very big publication for a small school. But just like the princess, I attended prom. And in my school out in the haystack, we had a tradition because we came from a smaller district. We didn't have a senior prom. In fact, you only had a junior prom. And then mm. you had a senior class trip. So ah. uh, it was a trade-off. You could have both experiences, but only one each year. So okay. uh, at the time, I was still learning about myself. I had gone through the you know typical uh, coming out experience of I went on a date with a girl once. <laughs> and, you know the oh my the the matches didn't quite strike the fire so um <laughs> at the time i only knew that i wanted to go to prom simply because that's one of those life experiences that people talk about later on did you go or didn't you just like now um uh-huh. and i didn't want to regret it so i did go i went by myself but I sat at the table with the singles and Mm -hmm. as of course any good gay worth their salt will tell you that the best people to hang out when you're single are the plus sized and full figured ladies because they know how to party. So I sat at the table with my lady friends and we each took a turn talking about how we would sabotage the prom if we had a chance. (laughs) So it was a little bit like reliving the movie Carrie, although there wasn't any blood involved in reality, just in our heads. Um, Something about dousing streamers with kerosene, but uh, I don't want to give any of the sick tickets out there any ideas because there's enough of that in this world. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, our prom theme was... uh, taking a page out of the princess's book after her kitty, whose name is Layla. Our prom theme was at least a cover by Eric Clapton. It was wonderful tonight. Ah, nice. You know, that's a song that the lyrics basically talk about getting ready to go out. And it's your typical heterosexual couple 
hoopla. Don't you look beautiful? You look wonderful tonight. And I'm sitting at the prom thinking, and this isn't even the song that I voted for. I wanted a song by Celine Dion that was never released as a single. And of course, it was a song that you could play at a wedding. It was the color of my love. <laughs> so I, you know, I, uh, but I did try my best to dress to the nines. Um, you know, since I'm the youngest of four, my brother was seven years older than me. So by the time I made it through the ranks and it was time for me to go to prom, he had gone several years before. So it wasn't a matter of competition, but I think I remember having been to a wedding or two recently. So I was no stranger to the rental place for the tuxedos. I knew that I would have to go to somewhere that had tuxes for taller guys. Cause I've been six foot ever since I was a teenager. I don't know if I was aspiring to enter into that period called grunge back then, but I had long hair. <laughs> so I had it in my head that in that chapter of life, I was going to grow my hair out. I had shoulder length hair. And because I was the only gay in the village, at least that I was aware of, I had to be fabulous at the prom. So I had my hair done with blonde highlights and I had the best tux there was there. I had tails. My tuxedo was a dark navy. And my vest was a light blue with paisley. And I had the beautiful silk light blue pocket square to go along with it. I had a good time at prom and hung out with my, my full-figured gals and I do believe we danced. The last I knew the one and only girl that I went out on a date with once was last spotted at the shopping mall walking hand in hand with a woman. Mm. So we might have turned each other in the right direction. <laughs> right? Oh my goodness, that's hilarious. I- in the haystack, we didn't have any sort of wild parties. Uh, at least that I was invited to. I'm sure that there was probably a barn somewhere that people probably managed to find someone <laughs> dash. Where where I grew up, the highway basically divided the town in half. So, uh-huh. so you know, you really didn't have the option of walking to school because it was on the other side of town. Uh-huh. And the only people who had uh, a car were the ones who were working fast food just to pay for gas money. Okay. That was that was our prom experiences and of course <laughs> what we we all and of course the uh the next chapter in our lives after prom was graduation where you make those decisions that are supposed to help shape your life or maybe sometimes you have those decisions made for you. So what was your experience with life after prom? Uh, what did you decide to do? And, uh, you know, uh, what what new doors did you open? So after prom, um, like I said, I only went to my junior prom. I didn't go to the senior prom. Once uh, high school was over for a while, I didn't know what to do. I wasn't one of those kids that went to college right away. 
bounced around from jobs, you know, a few different jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, I mostly, I was a party girl. So, I mean, I really, I didn't do much until I went back to school at about 22 or 23. Mm-hmm. I started taking some classes at a local college and I was going, I was studying criminal justice at the time and the school and because I I really I want to do something with my life I didn't really know where to go um you know when you're in your early 20s and some people have their lives mapped out I was never one of those people I I got kind of wrapped up in one of these schools and uh found out about a year in that the credits didn't transfer to any other colleges oh that sucks yeah so it was it was kind of pricey now that school has since closed and they were actually sued because of that because a lot of people i mean i know people personally who got degrees from there Mm -hmm. that when they went into some field you know people were like what is that even that's not even a thing so we should probably say that you were one of the many people that were um done wrong by the orange stain (laughs) yes yeah so I did that. And then um, as far as a couple years later, I did decide to go to the community college mm-hmm. and I got a an associate's degree in business from there. Now I'm thinking about going back again to get um, my bachelor's or master's, but I'm not exactly sure what in yet. I have a few options and ideas that I've been tossing around for years. Once your traditional school experience was done and the prom was over, you decided to experience life for a while. But mm-hmm. once once you had uh, rolled up your sleeves and hit the books again, did you have any special get-together with friends to celebrate you finishing that? You know, I never did um, because... When I was in high school, um, I actually, I didn't graduate with my class. Mm -hmm. I, um, I ended up getting my GED that same year. Um, I had some personal issues at the time and because of the way my schooling was, I would have had to take summer classes to, in order to graduate as a senior. For me, you know, now in hindsight, it would have been nice to graduate with my class and do the whole graduation thing. So I've never had, even when I graduated from college, I didn't even have a graduation party then. I'm a, I'm a little sad. You didn't have a crowd of party girls that gave you an girl. Yeah, it was just, it was a time in my life that I don't wish to relive. But, you know, it's definitely... I missed out on some things um, and, you know, but it is what it is. It all made me who I am today. Right. Well, I'm okay with it. We all know that the life experience is, is the life experience is, if not nothing else, learning that we are foolish when we're young. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> that is the truth. <laughs> well, so for, for myself, when it came time to, uh, you know, walk down the aisle with my cap and gown, uh, I was basically the last little birdie in the nest. So I, uh, I knew that I, I didn't have to go to college, but the person, or at least one of the persons that I admired most was my older sister, my big sister, the one I call Ronnie. She'd wandered through a few schools and eventually she had gone to Cromwell. Not only am I the youngest of 
before, so I've always related with those older than me more closely. But I was also held back a year in school because I had severe allergy problems and hearing loss. By the time I got to my senior year, I was almost two years older than everyone in my class. Mm. I'm also a January baby. Ah, okay. So uh, it was an odd experience for me because I was also in what they call uh, advanced learning classes, like the gifted class. And I would get excused to, from going to some of the more humdrum courses. Uh, actually, I think it was study hall. I got excused from study hall to go to these these uh, gifted kids uh, classes. And I think they just called it enrichment. But what was nice about it was that you were allowed to sit and do whatever you wanted. So if you decided that you wanted to draw the whole time, the teacher gave you the colored pencils and everything and encouraged you and asked you, you know, what is that? No, oh, that's cool. Keep doing that. Mm -hmm. And uh, I used to do extra credit reports, but by the time that it came for me to walk down the, the aisle with the cap and gown, I was a little bit at a loss because all of my classmates had their heads in better places. They were applying to schools they knew or had a better idea of what they wanted to study. They had direction, whereas I had been playing this game for a long time, wondering when my peers were going to catch up with me. Hmm. And then finally, there seemed to be a change in the winds. And I said to myself, oh, crap, they've got their acts together. Some of these people know where they're going to school in the fall and what they want to do with their living for a living. And it's just like, uh, I better pick something. Mm -hmm. I said to myself, you know what? I get along pretty good with my teachers. And I was friends with, I fear more of my teachers than my classmates. So I, I in a roundabout way, figured out where they went to school. And so I picked that college, not realizing that a young gay boy from the haystack probably shouldn't be going to corner of the haystack where there's a fair emphasis on athletics. In that little fair hamlet, I, uh, I had a learning experience quite early on that basically I was spending my whole weekend in the computer lab. This, this isn't the day before we, we had cable internet everywhere. Uh, if you didn't want to be on dial-up, you would be in the computer lab because that's where all the college computers were on that fast connection. Mm -hmm. I would spend my whole weekend in the chat rooms in the computer lab because that was my social life. There I was. I ended up in a school which, for all intents and purposes, was a good school. I know a lot of people who went through their college experience at in those halls mm -hmm. fairly well-adjusted individuals but in that day and age they did not have enough support programs for people who were more unique like myself mm -hmm. i actually was told by somebody there that they once had a gay student union but it had disbanded of its own will mm -hmm. There was a uh, gentleman who was in the fan club that I'd been in my teen years, my, my extended nerd family. And come to find out, this gentleman had attended the, uh, the university that I had gone to. And uh, he was a little more effeminate than myself. And come to find out, 
he had an experience at that university where he'd been roughed up by some members of one of the sports teams. Uh-huh. Uh, in, in, in fact, he was uh, fairly seriously injured. Oh, wow. So had I have paid more attention to uh, matters of the world, then I might not have gone to that school. Uh-huh. Uh, because in addition to hanging out in the chat rooms all the time, I basically had painted a target on myself saying, you know, I'm the little chubby gay boy who hangs out in the chat room all the time and has no social life. So, yeah, when, when I ended up, you know, uh, making my way through the ranks and deciding to go off to college, I was at a disadvantage because I had been sort of lulled into this impression that I was waiting for others to catch up to me when in fact they were already preparing themselves. So I, um, when it came time to go to college, I decided that I was just going to go where my teacher friends had, because of course they had turned out all right. And although the school that I chose has some fairly good programs and I know a good amount of people that were, that turned out as uh, fairly well-rounded individuals. Uh-huh. It, it was a small town school. And sometimes those aren't the best for people of the uh, LGBTQ persuasion. People say that they could feel alone in a crowd. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that in some cases, if you are feeling awkward and you want acceptance, Sometimes you just got to throw yourself into the crowd because there's going to be a fair amount of distractions and it will give you time to, to gather yourself. Uh-huh. Um, I, I ended up going to three schools in two years. So I uh-huh. tell people that I majored in staying away from home. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> we had our proms, we had our graduations, and then uh, some people have their last hurrah, kind of like a bachelor or bachelorette party before you decide to cross the threshold. So tell me, Princess, aside from the, the of course, party girl lifestyle you live for a while there, did you have any experiences in your late teens where you might have gone on a road trip with some friends? Yes, I actually did. Well, there are a couple that stand out. And I was probably about, I was 19, um, because I remember, because we specifically went a couple times to Canada, because you could drink uh, in Canada uh, at that age. And Uh um, we went, I remember one night I went with my best friend, my Vegas buddy. So we went, he, it was his 19th birthday. We just decided on a whim to um go to canada um so we went and we got a hotel a motel room i should say for the night we found a strip we didn't we had no idea where we were going or where we were going to stay we just knew if you drive in this direction you'll eventually get into canada so and that was before gps or anything like that so we ended up in this little town uh, just across the border, we found a strip where it seemed like there were bars. We went into the, <clears throat> he went in, he checked us into this motel or whatever. And it was kind of like the building to check in was on one side of the street. And then across the street were all the little 
um, you know, uh, rooms. <clears throat> and I was on this, this street in this strange town by myself. Um, and I'm a smoker. So I was smoking a Newport. And in Canada, they don't have Newports. And this guy came up to me. And, you know, he asked me for a Newport and he started talking to me. And, you know, I'm naive. I'm 19. I am just telling him, oh, yeah, you know, I just came up here, blah, blah, blah. And he's starting to ask me questions. And some other guy comes along. And before I know it, like, I, I before I knew what was happening, I'm in this situation where I'm surrounded by these guys. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, it just clicked in my head like what is going to happen and just then my friend came out and grabbed me and we went we went across and I I was like it was one of those moments when you know your your young naivete can you know lead you into a dangerous situation um and luckily nothing happened then but we ended up you know putting our stuff away and then we walked down to a bar that was open and as I said I was smoking Newports and they're kind of a you know they don't have them there so if they see somebody with Newports they're kind of like oh hey they're American so the bartender was really cool and she gave us free drinks if I gave her Newports (laughs) so that was a good night (laughs) Um, so that was one of our trips and then I think we were hungover and went home the next day now that was a bar hopping trip right you didn't go to the casino that was a bar hopping trip that time um we had we went on subsequent trips to canada that were bar hopping slash sightseeing slash casinoing we've been we've been to various places together he was my road tripping buddy so i've i've had numerous road trips i haven't gone on one i was actually just saying earlier to another friend i said i need to go on a road trip i haven't done that in a while because <laughs> you know when you don't have air conditioning even if you don't have air conditioning in your car the uh, the uh the best way to get away is to get out of town with the the windows rolled down and your feet out the window and somebody else driving exactly <laughs> those are the best ones well in terms of road trips i had some adventures in my late teens and much alike the princess, I um, made my way across the border to the the northern, the great north, the great white north, the Canada's. And um, one of my earlier boyfriends, and I was seeing a slightly older gentleman at the time. I was in the thick of college. And we decided to venture off to the the fair white north there. As, of course, the princess has pointed out, in uh, Canada, there are parts where the legal age to drink and gamble is 19. So we, uh, we stepped across the border where, uh, let's just call him Andy, wanted to have a good time. I wasn't so much into the casino experience. It should be no surprise that uh, somebody raised in Mama Star Sage's household where she was a a church-going country gal that voted for Reagan. Um, The casino was not going to be the highlight of my weekend. Mm. Mm -hmm. And uh, I uh, had an experience while in those doors 
that uh, Mr. Andy was taking a little, well, was taking his sweet time enjoying himself at the the video poker machine. And so I was quite worn out because we had actually just uh, the day before had spent the entire day at an amusement park. So mm-hmm. I was sunburned from the rides. We had gotten a motel just on the uh, the Canadian side so that we could go to the casino. And um, of course, in those days, we weren't as open-minded. So uh, we uh, may not have had me on the books for the hotel stay. I had to sneak in because, you know, you can't have two men sharing a room with one bed. Mm, uh, absolutely not. Yeah. So, but uh, at one point I had grown tired of being in the casino and I sat down next to the machine while Andy had his fun video poker. And one of the security guards came by thinking I looked a little young, which at the time I was about to turn 22. I was unnerved and I very politely said to the security guard, because he said, uh, sir, you can't sleep here. And I said, I'm not sleeping. I'm bored out of my effing mind. <laughs> then he proceeded to card me and I was nonplussed to tell him that not only am I legal here in your fair province, sir, I am legal in the U.S. of A. And until Andy gets his butt off the chair, I'm going to be sitting in your casino. So I uh, I uh, decided to go out to the car and take a nap, and I was assured that I should be back by the time you're awake from your nap. Now, I had only intended on sleeping for an hour, because this is a car without air conditioning, mind you. I woke up, it was three hours later, and Mr. was still in at the blackjack table. <laughs> I went in to extract him. And I decided to tap him on the shoulder. And I learned later on that I had cost him his hand. Oh, no. Uh, which is fine because mm-hmm. everything happens for a reason. But maybe that day I should have learned that this uh, this wasn't the, uh, the sale that I should be attaching myself to for uh, calmer seas. <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know i i eventually learned my lesson so we go from our uh late teen experience of graduation where we're supposed to be thrust upon the world to our young adult life and uh, possibly a summer of excitement and now we we pull it back in we we uh we, we take in our sails and pull up to the dock and uh, recently on my solo show, Surely Death, available at syjpodcast.wordpress.com, I reached out to our listeners and implored them to please write in and let us know how we're doing. Because, of course, as I've mentioned, podcasting is a performance art and not unlike a street musician who just wants a little recognition you know, an attaboy or an girl. it's nice to hear from you fine folks every now and then. So we actually have a letter in our mailbox. And so, Princess, if you would 
please indulge the listeners with your dulcet tones and and read that uh, that little memoir we were left. Surely. Greetings, DJ, Billy, and your other faithful listeners in the vast and fascinating land of podcasting. DJ has been wondering who's listening to his shows and how they listen to said shows. Well, I've been a lurker listener for several months. Yes, I'm a newbie to podcasts and to DJ and Toppy Smelly's show in particular. I listen because I find it relaxing and useful in keeping up on the lives of my semi-long-distance friends who I don't get to visit with very often, often enough. Primarily, I listen via streaming the websites on my phone. It's very convenient for me that way, but I gather it's difficult for DJ to account for listeners who don't who do listen in that way. So I'm writing a quick email to let him know. I hope others do the same as well so he gets a better idea of his audience. Much thanks to DJ and Toppy for their entertain for entertaining me on a regular basis. Much thanks also to other listeners for their support and participation. Goodbye and be well from Tommy. Oh, thank you, Tommy. And uh, for those of you who've been listening for a while, you know that Tommy is a good friend of the show. Uh, we met up with him on a trip a few months back when we went to Farpoint, the sci-fi extravaganza in Maryland. So it's always nice to hear from you. And of course, uh, if you listen through to the end, you'll know our email address. But of course, if you don't, that's tfnpodcast at gmail.com. And you can also tweet us on Twitter at tfndj. So uh, the princess and I have a few things in store on the horizon. Uh, We have a holiday or two. We've got the summer coming up. So uh, we'll be getting around to different things. And if you are a member of our Facebook group, the Treehouse in the Courtyard, you'll see a recent post where I ask you to let us know what you would like to hear us talk about. So if you will. Uh, go ahead and drop us a line. Oh, and also, uh, I would love—I would like to send out a a parade wave, as we do here in the the land of our royals, to Miss Kathy Bacon, uh, fabulous listener out there, who recently reached out to me to let me know that uh, she took a note from uh, my solo show and sensed that I was experiencing some depression. And she recommended another podcast to me that has been sending me some positive vibes lately. This is a 20-minute podcast called Coffee Talk. And it's done by a man who is a retired Navy veteran who also himself is suffering from food addiction and depression. So thank you much for pointing that out, Kathy. I started to listen and uh, I am hoping... That that will um, help put me onto uh, more positive notes here, and I also have been spending more time outside. As the princess will attest, I just came in from mowing the great stars maker <laughs> to uh, to record this. So, well, princess, I enjoyed the time. Absolutely, as always. You send some love to Miss Layla for us. I sure will. Thank you for listening to The Far Away Nearby. This program can be found wherever you listen to podcasts. You can email us at tfnpodcast at gmail.com 
tweet us on Twitter at TFNDJ, find our fan page on Facebook, and our companion blog on Tumblr, or text or leave a message at 720-230-6919. Unified, unique voices. Unified, unique voices. A network of inclusion. Unifazpods.net.